All right, guys, story time. So there we were, standing on the sidelines of the Chattanooga Football Club field. Just a few hours earlier, my boss had told me that some fantastic opportunities had been placed before us. It had already been planned that he and his business partner would be going out to California to visit the Facebook and Instagram headquarters. However, they had just been contacted and told that they had been approved to bring one content creator on the trip. There was one problem though. I'm not the only content creator on the team. So fast forward back to the sidelines. There we were, myself, Zach, and Scott, an assistant on the shoot. He held in his hand a quarter and we decided to do best two out of three. I had the first call. He flips the quarter in the air. I call heads. Upon landing, I see that I had guessed correctly. The process repeats, only it's Zach's turn this time. He calls tails. The coin lands on tails. My heart begins to race as the final coin toss occurs. Scott flips the coin in the air. I shout out heads once again. And upon landing, we see that I had won. I was thrilled. An all expenses paid trip to California to see the Facebook and Instagram headquarters. This meant food, hotel, flight, the whole nine. There was one issue though. We looked at flights and I couldn't get one back to Chattanooga in time to go spend the week with my girlfriend, a trip that we had been planning for months. Now don't get me wrong, this trip with my girlfriend held a much higher priority than this trip out to California. I hadn't even told Grace what was going on with that. And to be honest, I wouldn't have traded that trip with her for the world. But I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't a bit jealous, especially upon hearing some interesting thing that happened to Zach on the flight over. You're listening to The Good Content Crew, a podcast focused on discussing, engaging, and ranting about topics and issues in the creative realm. My name is William Vest. And I'm Zach Camp. So I became the chosen one. Now, my reasoning for wanting to go to San Francisco was far different than Will's. He was like so ecstatic to go to Facebook and Instagram. And honestly, I could kind of care less. Okay, but, but it was Facebook and Instagram. You realize this, right? Well, I like Instagram. Facebook is... Okay, love or hate Facebook, that's Mark freaking Zuckerberg. Love or hate Mark Zuckerberg, he changed society as we know it today. I mean, that's cool. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. So, and San Francisco is my favorite city. I would never live there. It's disgusting. But I love, <laughs> I love to visit. So, that was my reasoning. It wasn't that huge of an issue. Like, I could always go out there whenever I wanted to. I wasn't looking super forward to going to Facebook or Instagram. Like, yeah, they influence culture, but hey, you know, that's that. And you heard the story, so you know how it goes. Fast forward a little bit. Uh, I arrive at the Chattanooga airport pretty early. I, you know, I like to be a good, a good citizen and pay my dues and, you know, not cause any hassle when I get to the airport. So I get there two hours early and there was someone at the desk named Haley. And I walk up and I'm like, yo, Haley, I'm he, here he, super he didn't early. say yo. He would, he would never do that. Yo, yo, ma. 
Yo Yo Ma. Yo Yo Ma Haley. Anyways, Haley. Haley. I'm like, and there was a plane leaving for Atlanta right then. I'm like, hey, can I get on this plane? And she's like, let me check. Let me let me hook you up. She didn't say that, but that's Ridiculous. how I interpreted it. I'm telling the story. So she's typing away and I'm like, well, this is weird. She's like, do you have any check baggage? And I'm like, no. And then five minutes later, she hands me two tickets and I, you know, leave the desk and the plane's boarding. And so I'm one of the last passengers on, but I'm looking at my ticket and this is a small flight. So it said 2D. So that's not really out of the ordinary, you know, last minute up, upgrade, quote unquote, to get on a flight that I wasn't supposed to be on. Makes sense. I take the ticket and look at my other one and it says 5D and it said class F. Now, I was super confused. I have no idea what that means. I'm usually, you know, used to the class economy, like poor AF, not class F. So I pull out my phone. I look at the seating chart and I see that I'm like five seats from where the pilot is. I'm like, I know what class F means. Class F means first class, by the way, if you guys hadn't catched on yet. And I was like, what is this? This is magical. So I'm leaving Chattanooga, going to Atlanta, and there's a little bit of a plot twist here because I was supposed to be on the same flight as my boss. He's calling me and texting me. He's like, where are you at? And I'm getting on this plane from Atlanta to San Francisco, and I'm like, hey, I got upgraded to first class. I'm not going to be on this flight. So I'm leaving Chattanooga, and Will is jealous. I'm leaving Atlanta, and now my boss is jealous because he loves flying. He loves planes. It's a five-hour flight. And I'm going to be in the best seat on the plane. I'm also jealous, just for the record. I got a text, or maybe I saw an Instagram story about the same time, and I saw that he had gotten upgraded to first class, and I stayed off my phone for a little while after that. So, at, you know, after a four-course meal, five hours of bliss, three movies, it blah, was, blah, blah. It was really, really hard um, to go through, you know, talking to the pilot a bit because he came out and was just chatting. He was like, chatty Kathy. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm get sleep. to the stories. Anyways, we land in SFO, get there really late, go to bed, wake up the next morning, head to Facebook and boom, I am surrounded by 70 influencers who have combined about a billion people in reach. Oh, how the tables have turned. Anyways, so what makes Will jealous is the experience. I was mad that he got to get this experience to go to California, go to San Francisco, Facebook, Instagram headquarters. I wanted that experience. What makes me jealous, though, is not really that experience, but when I look at Instagram or I look at Facebook and I see that my engagement, my likes, is not as high as I want them to be. Vanity metrics. I am a vanity metric person. All right. So that gets us into the topic of today's episode. If you haven't already caught on, that is, of course, jealousy, how it affects us as creatives and how we deal with it. So, Zach, we've kind of been in a unique position as creatives that are as young as we are. Um, that'd be 20 and 21 to where we've actually gotten to see both sides of the coin a little bit. Like we've obviously been jealous of people and other things, but then we've also, weirdly enough, had some people in small instances be jealous of us. So how does that play into today? So I think jealousy... Uh, most people don't realize is often twofold where you have where we're usually jealous of someone, but we don't always realize that someone else is jealous of us. When you know we're out creating, we're focused, we're looking at you know we have a vision, we have an idea of where we want to go, and we're just looking at that that we don't see what's around us and always really see that someone else is looking up to us and we don't handle that in the best way. Well, and I think that, how that affects us in like a practical way 
is because we're always jealous of other things, we don't see our own areas of strength and our own areas where we already have grown a ton. And so we just see, oh, this is where I need to improve. This is where I need to improve. And we don't look at ourselves and say, this is where I was a year ago today. And this is where I am now. And I have just grown tenfold in that area. And I'm so much better in this because of whatever those reasons are. And so it just gets us caught in a negative mindset constantly to where we're always looking, oh man, they're so much better in this and I need to grow in this, which is good because you have to recognize the areas that you do need to grow. That being said, if you're only looking at those areas and not looking at the areas that you are successful in and you already have grown into, it just puts you in a negative mindset. It puts you in a box of, I always need to improve and you're never appreciative of how you have improved. And I think we, we both do work and have jobs where it's fun. And like, if we aren't embracing that and we're just too concerned about what other people think or where we're not, that, um, you know, someone else's success isn't our failure. Absolutely. So for me personally, when I'm jealous of, say, metrics, people who have a ton of engagement, who not even like the Justin Bieber's, of course, Justin Bieber is going to have a ton of engagement. He's Justin Bieber. Are you a believer, Zach? I am a believer. Listen, his, the Purpose album was right. Word. I can't talk about this with you. <laughs> but I mean, it's it makes sense why Justin Bieber has a ton of engagement. He's Justin Bieber. But when, you know, my peers, when my friends um, have more engagement than I do, it's hard for me to sometimes appreciate where I'm at sure. when looking at their success. And their success doesn't necessarily mean it's my failure. We, we have a job and a position and like what we do for work and get money from it is fun. Yeah, absolutely. And I think something that kind of goes back to what we talked about in the last episode is that some people like strive to make content that they enjoy making, of course, and like they're doing that for a purpose because they're having fun with it. Some people strive to make that and because they feel like I've put a lot of work and effort into this, there should be equal amounts of appreciation poured out for that. And that's not how the world works. At the end of the day, if you made something that you find enjoyment of and you did it for the right reasons, the, the metric aspect of it shouldn't really play a part at all because you should be appreciative just in that. But we get so caught up in these things that it totally shifts our mindset completely. And we're not even at that point sometimes doing it for the right reasons. And what you said earlier is that they're vanity metrics like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat. God, I hate Snapchat. But all these things are going to fade away someday. Sure. You look at MySpace, it's just dead. And you put all this work and this effort into trying to grow a channel or trying to grow metrics and not grow yourself creatively. Yeah. And you get jealous and you get bogged down and you get depressed and you get this feeling like you're insecure and you're not good enough when in reality, people there are people that are jealous of you and you're so caught up in yourself and where you're not that you lose focus of that the main point and the main thing that you should be looking at is yourself and where you are creatively and how to grow that and how to um, affect change in society and to help people. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think even saying, saying that there's probably people that are jealous of you isn't even at that point like that's saying that isn't the point to shift your mindset to then you're like, oh, well, people are jealous of me, so I'm great. It, it's just to say we're all in different places. Everyone's in different places across the board. No two people are in the exact same place. And so you you can't be looking upwards to people that you're jealous of, nor can you be looking downwards to people that are jealous of you and get like fuel from that. You have to get fuel from the original reason as to why you're doing it. You have to look inward. You have to look at the fact that you want to grow in this area. You have to go back and find the dang joy of why you started it to begin with. 
And, and that's what's really going to fuel you. And the problem is if you, if you look upwards, if you look at the people that you're jealous of, it, it takes that fuel away from you, honestly, a lot of the time, because you just see like, they're doing so great and I'm not. If you look downwards and see the people that are jealous of you, that kind of gives you fuel, but for all the wrong reasons. And that's not really going to last and carry you long-term. So, so that then leads us to the question of how are we, how are we supposed to deal with this? Because it is a problem and it's a problem that affects everyone. And it's not as easy as just snapping your fingers and saying, all right, I'm not going to even give jealousy the light of day anymore. There has to be a process for how to deal with this because it's going to affect everyone. Right. And I don't think at any point jealousy is going to go away. We're always going to have this issue and this problem. And so like what you said, how do we how do we deal with it? And both you and myself have been given such great opportunities to be in front of crowds of, you know, almost a million people and shooting these events and covering these events and telling that story. And at the same time, we're, it's not enough. Like we still want to grow creatively and we're jealous of other people. And like, we're not embracing this moment that we're living in and the here and now and not taking it um, all in. So like when we went to Africa and it didn't hit me that we were in Africa until a few months ago. Sure. Which and is ironic because you talked about it like on the weekly. After like if trip. you know me, I talk about it all the time. But, you know, last just last night I was clearing my phone out of photos and videos, looking back at, you know, some of the trips that we've been on and like just taking that in and like reliving those moments. And that's why, you know, again, if you know me, I like to vlog. I like to tell stories. I like, I, there's not a day go that goes by that I don't video myself. Not because I think I'm, you know, the bee's knees and all that. Cool. Did you just say the bee's cool, knees? Cool chiz. Anyways. I was born in 97. But I video myself every day because I can look back and appreciate where I've been. If I look at um, summer of 2017 and at the stories I made then, I mean, they're crap. But I can appreciate what I am doing now and like live in the moment. Because you, when you miss the moment, you're not really living life. And at that point, it just sucks. So you're not living life, you're jealous and depressed and nothing's good enough. So what's the point? Like, that's not a way to, that's not living life. That's not a good way to live. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's like the negatives that come from jealousy. How, how do you personally deal with jealousy, especially in regards to like the vanity metrics, analytics, and, and all that comes with that? Like, how do you deal with that? I think realizing, and I'm coming more to realize this as I think about it more is that, you know, Instagram and Facebook and all the social media, they're good. I'm not dissing those. Like I love Instagram. I'd, I'd hope not. We'd be out of the job. Right. So, that. I mean, we wouldn't have a job, but realizing that, you know, they aren't going to give you happiness. Sure. Like it is vanity. It's fleeting. It's not going to last. And so how am I going to grow creatively? And so like, it's more of a mind shift. Like, yeah, I'm scared of what I'm going to be jealous of next. Like, as I move on from this jealousy of the vanity metrics, like what's going to come next? Cause like I said earlier, like jealousy is always going to follow. Yeah. You're always going to be jealous. Um, but right now it's, it's a mind shift of thinking, okay, what am I going to make today? That makes me happy. Where am I going to go? What am I going to do that? Like, I don't care how many likes it gets. Like, am I happy with what I'm doing? Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because um, it's, it has to be a mind shift across the board, obviously, if you're going to get out of that mindset, but, but you take that mind shift and you do it just in a, in a micro sense to where you look at the, what's happening right now, what's going to make me happy right now. What am I going to be proud of right now versus when I'm in the place of being jealous, um, 
you know, I'm more jealous with these experiences and the fact that this person got this opportunity to do this. And so I'm at a place where I'm, I'm not currently in that opportunity. So I know what I have to do is, is I have to look at the situation and I have to go, what is being jealous getting me in this moment? If I'm frustrated that this person is getting an experience that I'm not, what is me being frustrated of that get me right here and right now? And at the end of the day, if, if you do that, I don't think there's ever a situation to where being jealous actually gets you anything. There might be some situations where people will say that jealousy like then fueled me, but, but at the end of the day, it might fuel you for a second. But if, if you're really using that as fuel, what do you get when you then get that opportunity? Because your fuel for getting there wasn't to actually get there and be able to experience it. It was to then say, oh, I was mad at this person and they got to do it. So ha, now I got to as well. So if you're using that as the fuel to get there, it doesn't actually do anything. Whereas if you look at the situation and see, hey, this isn't helping me in the here and now, what can I do that will help me in the here and now? It sounds like, you know, you have to be a little selfish. Well, I don't think it's selfish as much as it is, is you have to look at yourself. Because Inward focus. You can only control yourself in situations and actions. And you can really only take care of yourself and your mindset. You can't really take care of other people's mindsets. Like you can you can help other people, but at the end of the day, you can only really control yourself. And so you have to look at yourself and see where your downfalls are and see where your successes are and then try to play obviously off of the downfalls and try to play towards the successes. So we've been rambling for a while and I know some of you, the feedback was we don't like to ramble, but this is our second episode and we've never done this before, so shut it. <laughs> We're, we're trying not to ramble. It's hard. We're trying. It's hard. You start a podcast and tell me how it goes. But I think one thing we've noticed is that oftentimes we get jealous of the final product and neglect the process to get there. It's interesting because the longer you work in whatever field you work in, the more you kind of understand the behind the scenes process of however you get to your final product. And so I know for me, like as a video editor, the more I've worked in this field, the more I can look at a final video on YouTube or a movie or whatever it is and go, wow, they probably had to put hours into compositing those 10 layers and then to get that one shot, or they spent hours on this one element. And so the more you the more you work in this, you get to see the behind the scenes process and realize that the, the two minute video that it ends with or whatever the final product is, has hours and hours of backlog of work that goes into it. And you don't see that. You see the final product and, and you assume like that was pure talent. And it wasn't that there was work that had to go into that. Yeah. And one example could be this podcast. So for example, this is our second day recording and we've been at it for maybe three hours now. And yeah, probably. All that everyone is going to hear is 15 minutes of the good parts. We edit out the bad stuff so you don't have to hear it. Exactly. And and like just earlier, I was getting really frustrated because I felt like we weren't having a good conversation and could back and forth. And I didn't feel like it was really coming together in a story. And so we kind of just, we bailed. I was like, let's go get some food. I need food. So we went to Dose Bros and I'm texting my girlfriend Grace on the way there. And she said, remember, like, like it's a muscle. You have to work at it. This is all of your second episode. You might have to record for hours and hours and hours in order to get what you need out of it, there's a process to it. Yeah, and it's something that we want. Like we we enjoy that, we don't always enjoy the process, but when we look back, you know, 10 episodes from now, we're, when we get in a flow of things, we're gonna realize like, 
that episode one, that episode two, the hours that we put into it, the problem solving that we've invested into it. And, and I don't totally get the whole muscle thing that Grace was saying, because I don't work out and I don't know how that works. <laughs> but I, I do realize what the concept is, is that the more you do it, the more that um, it gets easier and you, you figure out what works and what doesn't work and how to have a conversation with mics in front of you and, and computer screens in front of you. Because it's really, it can be awkward sometimes, especially if it's your first time. Yeah, well, and to tie it back to, to the jealousy part, because that's kind of what the, the whole element of the episode is focused around, is you can't just be jealous of the final product and let that then stop you from, from trying to grow yourself and get there because the growing doesn't come in the final product. The growing comes in how you get there. There's that famous quote by Edison that's like he found out 99 ways to not make a light bulb before he'd found a way to make a light bulb. Exactly. And, and that's what it comes down to is just you, you have to focus on your failures just as much as your wins in order to grow. And so if you're just focused on other people's wins and you just get jealous in that, you just cease all ability to be able to grow in yourself entirely. It's, it's all about the process. It's all about finding a way to love and grow within the process. Exactly. And like, even if you're not a creative person and you're jealous of someone, like the work that they've put into where they are now has been a lot. Like the sacrifices that we we make, like three hours on a Saturday, like we could be doing other things. But, you know, all we see and all that you guys will see that are listening to this is the final product. You aren't going to see the sacrifices. Whenever we make a video, you're going to see, you know, the final product, not the hours that it took to make it or to you know, the frustrations, like you have a vision, you have a goal and you don't know how to get there. And that can be scary sometimes, but you have to work through it. Yeah. And, and really jealousy is kind of what stops you from getting to that goal. And then that jealousy kind of even turning into burnout potentially and, and really stopping you from following through on the process. It's funny. All of this reminds me of um, a series of memes that have been circulating around the internet right now. Is like, if you don't love me at my worst, then you don't deserve to love me at my best. And it's funny because people attach pictures of like your worst and your best. And there's one traveling around that says, if you don't love me at my worst, and then it shows a picture of a timeline for video editing, which if you guys don't video edit, there's like layers to it. There's one to a hundred layers, you know, however many you want to that all stack on top of each other. And so it says, if you don't love me at my worst, and it shows one video on one layer, no real cutting to it, very simple and hilarious. And then, then you don't deserve to love me at my best. And then it showed a video edit screenshot from a movie that had dozens and dozens of layers together. And, and really what, what separated the worst from the best was the process of editing it. So in the first one, the process was very short and they just imported the video clip into the timeline and that's all they really did. But at the end of it, there was a lot more process to it. They had to import a bunch of different assets, a bunch of different videos. They had to chop them all up, add them together, layer them on top of each other. And that process is what made the difference between the worst and the best. The one that didn't put much effort and time into it in the process that just had this goal in mind of their end result, but didn't put in a lot of work to try to get there, that was the one that was very worst. It was the basic, there was nothing to it. But the best, the one that was the absolute best, was the one that put time and thought and effort into the process and put a lot of work into that. And that's ultimately how you get to your end goal. And so if you're just focused on what other people are doing in the process of all that and jealousy, you don't have the energy to work and to put in the time and effort and energy into making sure you're following the process correctly. So I think realizing that jealousy is always going to be here, it's never going away, that forces us to kind of have to deal with it, figure out ways to work around it or, you know, not be jealous. Yeah, well, and what's interesting is that 
how you deal with that is different for every individual. There's no like cookie cutter, here's a one set way to deal with jealousy in your specific area because people are all different. They have different emotions, different feelings towards things. They deal with things in different ways. And so at the end of the day, you're the one that has to figure out how you're going to deal with jealousy because how Zach deals with jealousy isn't going to be the same as how I deal with jealousy and how I deal with jealousy probably isn't going to be an effective way for you to deal with jealousy. And so really it's about just like recognizing the negatives that come with jealousy and then deciding to figure out a process to overcome that. Some people work through it. Some people try to distract themselves from it. Some people try to really focus on it and recognize that it doesn't matter. There's so many different ways to get past that jealousy aspect, especially as a creative. And we actually use, um, so our app is produced through Anchor and they have this really cool feature where you can ask us questions on the app. And so if you want to let us know how you deal with jealousy, that'd be awesome so we can start a conversation and we can play some of those next episode. But if you don't hear any of them, that means none of you did it. And we'll that's okay on. too, because it's episode number two and we're just getting started. Yeah. So get the app. You're listening to The Good Content Crew, a podcast focusing on discussing, engaging, and ranting about topics and issues in the creative realm. If you like what you heard, subscribe. If you didn't, subscribe so you can bash us. Thanks. Bye.